2: They were,
0: doing, they were doing rehearsals this morning in the rain. It That's looked, right. It was right. It was very fun. bad. Very looks, it rains over there. It does. But <laughs> our 24 hours when we were
1: in town for the Queen's, it wasn't a jubilee, but it was a celebration of her, you know, ascension to the throne. Yes. We had the best weather we for 24 hours. We had 28 hours, hours of good yep. weather. Yeah, we it was really beautiful. Did. Well, a couple of things about the jubilee. Um, cheers to the Queen Is Tom Hanks because he is still doing some press for Elvis. Yes. And Disney released a live action little one minute trailer of Pinocchio, which I don't know. I've always hated the tale of Pinocchio. I really don't, Geppetto. Geppetto and and all the pieces. I don't like it either. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Never liked it. The only thing
0: I like is if you lie, your nose will glow. I thought it was a good lesson for children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So (laughs) that's that's true. So he he,
1: um, was. On the BBC because they're doing, he's coming home from the Cannes Film Festival right. and promoting Elvis. But uh, they did their homework on the BBC's The One show and they asked Tom Hanks about the time he sat right next to the Queen at a state dinner uh, where the Queen was hosting President and First Lady Obama. Okay. And Tom Hanks. Who's basically this generation's Jimmy Stewart. It, it really is. Years, yep. Good. Uh, whatever year it is, he sat right next to the queen. How nerve wracking. And he said, uh, he said, I, the chit chat with the queen is something you got to get ready for. I knew I was going to be sitting next to her. So I wanted to be able to talk about things that were of importance, but not presumptuous. So it was just a nice chit-chat. I asked her like how often she truly has time off and what does she like to do? Right. And he said he went on to note that he saw a servant out of the corner of my eye, pour a glass of clear liquid that did did not look like water for the Queen. And I dared to ask Queen Elizabeth, what is your majesty's cocktail of choice? And she said, a Dubonnet? No, because Julia, this was dinner before dinner oh. chit chat before dinner uh-huh. it was a martini uh, and she had the lunch that. that's what she nursed love and i that. think she's had a wonderful rain so maybe i want to polish up my drinking game a bit and of course i've told you here on this program grant you may not know it, but booze is one of the queen's secrets to longevity absolutely she has four to five drinks a day she <laughs> has champagne she has Dubonnet, She has a glass of wine. She might have a gin and tonic and a martini.
2: Oh, she doesn't discriminate. All
1: over the course of the day. So it's long and spread out. No judgment because she's the queen. Now, people were mad about Stonehenge, their response to the jubilee.
0: Well, the 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 twelve, racks, how the 12 rocks. How did Have you ever gone to Stonehenge? Of course, yeah, okay. You just so blown away by that. It's right there. How are
1: these rocks there? It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. The Druids and the Pagans claim Stonehenge as theirs, and they liken the site to a church yes. for people okay. who practice. Druid and paganism, and the layout. (laughs) I just loved watching
0: you just say that sentence without smiling smiling because you know, everyone does. You know, you you know who you 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 are, you You know who you are, (laughs) Druids and pagans alike,
1: all are welcome here. Um, but the layout of the stones is astrological in nature, and anyway, and supposedly related to the solstice, yes, it is. So they the Stonehenge decided to project images of Queen Elizabeth at different times of the
0: day or something
1: on each of the rocks.
0: Okay, that's hysterical. Is it funny, Lori? Um, it's
1: I mean she's the head of the Church she of is. England. She is so
0: pagans and probably druids are not her favorite people.
2: Oh, they probably don't wow. celebrate. That's they a have big, gods. They pray to
0: different gods. Here's some of the. Things. <laughs> that's just oh, no. what I'm imagining. Yeah, here's
1: some of the reaction. Something ancient and now pointless that we keep under the guise of tourism projected onto Stonehenge. Pointless, outdated, ancient museum to a bygone era projected onto Stonehenge. Here's another one. Conflating a modern British monarch and everything they represent in the current political environment with ancient societies who in no way acknowledge any of the political boundaries we currently live with is a disservice to public history Plays into some other narratives. Oh
0: my gosh, I just think it's funny. People found a tacky, oh. classless, offensive to Pagan's They endurance. should give us free entry to Stonehenge for the rest of the summer then. Because <laughs> I think you have to pay quite a bit of money to go yeah. under. It's an underground thing, Grant, that you go, your bus will drop, you have your car. Yeah. You go under this tunnel and you come up on the other side of the road, literally. Oh, it's But so, you have to pay to go yeah. close. So maybe free Anyway, entrance. Yes. So that
1: was the that was the most scandalous thing I could come up with. The British media is incredibly salty that the Sussexes are coming to the Jubilee. It's ridiculous. And it really is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Prince William went solo to Rose of Chumley, Lady Hanbury's estate, to check out the
0: horse trials. Because her husband is whom? And Rose of Chumley is the one Lori. Laurie- He's the beliefs. one he was, banging, a, he her. was banging. He was banging. And everybody knew Aww. about but her, her husband, husband. has a big responsibility. He carries
1: the crown <laughs> when the queen is and going he, in. He and needed to get a new horseshoe. It's on a pillow and then he's also the like the her top horse guy yeah. and that's yeah. got another title. Yeah. And it's a hereditary. But he's 25 years older than Lady Rose of Chumley. I love how you just love to she, say that. Rose of Hanbury, which is her side <laughs> chick name, is like 32. <laughs> Thirty-five. Oh. Got it. Right okay, in the so sweet spot for William. That That is right. So he was there, and uh, the Lord Chumley is also known as... David Rock Savage, which is like a great porn name in my yeah, opinion. It yes, it is. Good call. David Rock Savage. I or like a it. band. A band. Yeah. Rock oh, yeah. Savage. Yeah. Anyway, so, and he was without Kate and without the children. So oh. it was an afternoon tea to check out the horse trials. Okay, oh. You're so
0: funny. Because no stable. one's watching him right now at all. So I'm sure he went over for a little teddy-t teddy t it, no, there was a horse trial. There's their I horse know, people. They're dedicating,
1: Well, yeah, Julia. There's barns. There's stables. There's outbuildings. There's outbuildings. Uh-huh. There's lots of places <laughs> yeah. uh, that would make perfect sense while you're walking <laughs> in with a pitchfork and a wheelbarrow.
2: Oh man, that's funny.
0: Okay, you are.
1: Okay. Yeah. One
2: more quick thing, sorry. Yeah. We had a really nice call come in from Gretchen her daughter is a teacher out in England and okay. they sent a note home to all the students. This is really cool. They don't have to wear their school uniforms. Um, they all uh, they all dress for the queen that day. That's right. They Every, can
1: wear their finest. Their
2: finest. All the kids can wear their finest to school in honor of the queen. queen. Well, so thank you Gretchen for telling us. Yes, that. that's, so, that's,
1: that's so that's so cool. Yeah. And uh uh, and, and they're going to have a birthday party for Lilibet and Queen Elizabeth. The royal aides have confirmed she will be at the party to meet her granddaughter of Archie and Megan. Aww. And that William and Kate will still be out doing horse trials and avoiding work.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, you're so I don't think they avoid work like they used to. They've had to step it up.
1: They've renewed their lease on Frogmore Cottage, and Eugenie moved out, and she and her husband moved to Portugal for his new job. Oh, they did? I didn't know that. Mm. Laura, I caught you up on everything Jubilee
0: and otherwise. That's right. Thank you very much. All right, we got to go. It's time for Random Thoughts.
2: Julia's Random Thoughts.
0: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, here's a couple of random things. Um there is you know we're all I know a lot of people are trying to go somewhere fun this summer and um we're all looking for ways to get deals besides obviously suncountry.com/deals but I want to let you know so um a travel um guy Bill Guren he he is a part of like hotels.com and those type of things but yeah. he has some extra tips to save money on your hotel rooms okay mm-hmm. book your hotel room 15 days before your trip um that is the sweet spot they were cheaper than waiting till the day of they were cheaper than a month out so 15 days call if you want to increase increase your chances of getting a great rate call after 4 p.m and call directly or book directly with the hotel mm-hmm. request an update at check-in versus online And that day, you've always told me this, like before I went to Hawaii, Lori's like, you need to call them. You need to ask, you know, tell them the special it is. You're so excited to come. We really, I don't know if there's a view, there's an anniversary. Mm -hmm. We're bringing our family's first time to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. But but people Mm do, you know, that's something. Um, And my only caveat about the
1: 15 days, unless it is some kind of like, an event, that, oh, for it's jazz fest it. or if yes. there's something, something going on it. in the town, get it booked. The, 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 it. The, every room is filled, then you don't want to do the fifteen days. Right. And then also, otherwise, that's pretty good. I kind of think so. And calling direct the hotel too is because they give so many rooms. Like they'll give. Bookings.com and Hotels.com, they'll give them and they'll get... Hotwire.com. Yeah, they have all these different things, but they're only
0: giving so much inventory. So. And you have no recourse, Oh, which it's has real. happened to so many people I know if you book through the third party. Right, it's If there's real. something that does come up, it is real. Right, it's real. It can so, be challenging. It might be a little bit more work on your end, but it actually will save you money and, in the long run, yeah. I think. All right. Other things... Um, that are happening, Lori. Of course, I would just recommend having a travel agent f- book oh.
1: to do the air and hotel because they'll get you the best package price. And if you're buying air. Yep. Sometimes people are just booking hotels. And travel agents
0: in general deserve a shout out.
1: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I'm glad they're busy again. I am yeah. too. People have realized because
0: I think a lot of people thought it was so cool that you could do it all on your own. I was
1: never so happy that the family trip of 10 people oh, I'd I used remember. a travel agent for. Last
0: summer. Last
1: Fall. It was March of 2020, okay. wow. and she had to rebook that for me like two times, but sitting on hold with Sun Country, I mean, she did all that she for me. She did all the legwork
0: for you,
1: yeah. Because I was on in an international trip, and I didn't want to put in everybody's passport and all the names, and I just wanted to have somebody else. I. It was the best $100 I paid to have some shit She, had to
0: keep, she kept care of it. And she had to rebook it twice, you're right. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. right. Okay, so I think that this is um, kind of a cool thing. Um, an eighth grade class in Massachusetts um, decided that they were going she to try right. I did. I've, I've been saying wow. it right. Wow. She used to call it Massachusetts. I did. I've been saying it right. Yeah. So the very last witch from Salem, Massachusetts has been pardoned. Her name was Elizabeth what? Johnson Jr. She was sentenced 329 years ago in 1693. Mm-hmm. The oh. governor, back in the day, 1693, then stopped the execution, but she was never cleared of her charges until That's now right. when a group of 8th graders took it upon themselves. I think of the Great Humanities Project or Civics yeah, Project. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and researching And thinking about how
1: wrong that was that she was labeled and stamped and... Hard and feathered
0: with this association of yes. being deemed a witch. Right. But Where could a woman go? I don't know. But they researched what the state had to do to officially pardon her, and they sent it off and got it done. I think that is like such a cool, great yeah.
1: learning experience for kids. I feel good that I've gone to Salem via the Real Housewives of New York, so I don't have, I have to, to do that trip. I saw everything that there was to see there. They did the goody, whatever that house. Yeah. Were, I mean, I, did, I was like, good, I don't have to do that. Because that one time I thought, would that be somebody to would too. drive to? And no. Seems, like, yeah. seems no. like I did it already. We went with the housewives. We went with the housewives. We've done that. We can, we can open up our uh, travel for
0: something else. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many other destinations, like Wound Socket. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When we were at Carlson Companies, we had Gary and I were all of, over all of the franchisees in okay. the marketing. And we had, you know, in each major city meetings, meetings. but they had a listing, you know, mm-hmm. of all the different locations of Carlson mm-hmm. Travel, Carlson Vogley Travel Asthma, whatever it was. Yeah. And we had one in Woonsocket
1: Socket.
0: in Rhode Island. <laughs> and the guy's accent, it was a guy, I can't mm-hmm. think of his name right now was so unbelievable mm-hmm. and
2: I just Hi everybody this is Adriana Trijani I'm the host of You Are What You Read I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna Mitch Album, Susie Essman To the gym to work out
1: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this
2: is chris jenner
1: llc we drop a new episode every weekday
2: so
0: the fun never ends
2: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel loved it
0: he's from Moonsocket. Moonsocket. okay so here here.com it's it's apple's app of the day but what it is is it is
2: here, here.com? here
0: like h e a r okay. and then here h e r e .com and what it is is it's every story if you, it's for traveling every story every place is a story and now every story is a place or something like that but it's tailored content if you're going to these destinations that you can listen to and get insider things about the culture the history is it Kevin Costner but it's narrated, narrated by Kevin Costner oh, wow uh-huh. i mean really I'm just going to put in St. Paul, Minnesota. Right, right. (laughs) Woodbury, and see what he says. So is it like... um,
2: This is what he would say right here.
0: Kevin, how are you? Hi, Julia. For Woodbury. Oh, say that again. Hi, Julia. I wanted to meet you forever. It's so nice of you to come in the studio. Do you mind if I sit on your lap? <laughs> cozy up,
2: girl. Oh, there you go. Cozy, cozy up, up in Woodbury. Up St.
0: Paul or Woodbury. <laughs> Wouldn't that be... Anyway, here like the hearing, and then here like a place. I like it. Com, I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. Lori gave me that. Okay, so other little things. Dad bodies are still trending this weekend. First, dad some bodies? Dad bodies are still in. Women... Oh. Even if they ever like know. gone out, My I I hope mom bodies yeah. are in even bigger. Yeah, that's mom that's, bodies are in. Yeah. We need a we need to get the mom body thing. Well, just I mean,
1: there's just the exaggerate the the figures, like it's ever just you know, I'm glad that it seems like more body. young women are happy with the way
0: they look. One hundred percent. It, it is, has changed since we've been on air. The, but there's still very too much, there's a lot of skinniness yes, out there, Julia. Yes, there is. All right. We are going to be back. How I funny if someone hand hand was a spokeskitty. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. I love it, right? I think that's so funny. All right. Yeah. I just have to give you like a little TV update. Oh. Um, have you? Are you watching Hacks? Yes. It, I've it, watched like three episodes So you didn't of see the cruise ship one? Oh, yes, I did. So I've watched four. How funny was that? That was very funny. I thought it was going to be my pants. It was very That good. was <laughs> one of the... And boy, Gene Hacks... Smart legs are so skinny. I'm just like, whoa. Yeah, but she always,
1: even as Charlene she was on Designing Women, she's uh, one of these long legged, thin legs, narrow hips. She's one mm-hmm. of those broads. She had kind of a good bosom, but she's like 5'10, 5'11. Oh, okay. So she's, she's got, got long legs. legs.
0: Right, but oh, I thought that, that was, was good.
1: That was good. I That liked, show. I like
0: that show. It took a, it took a couple, it, it took a beat. Yeah, it to did. To get funny. But I really, that's a fun show on HBO Max if yeah, you guys are I looking agree. for something. I just, agree. And it's only a half hour. I agree. Now, I know because
1: uh, you're uh, out of town that you probably just you came home to too many things on your DVR and you just erased it. I did. And you didn't watch CBS Sunday Morning. I know I know, Austin was
0: on it, though. That's Austin correct. Butler was on it. It was really, I still have it. Okay, it's
1: that's such a good show, first I, of all.
0: First of all, that is... It's such a good show. Because it's long-form storytelling about things that you may or may not ever think you wanted to know about. And yes, you're right. You know? And
1: interesting things quirky. and quirky and kind of, um, and they had, of course they had, and they even said, you know, we, we, we've we done this so many times with uh, mass shootings. They had a story about Uvalde, Texas, but they also had a story and this must have been in the works they had a story about the one and only mass shooting that happened in Tasmania, Australia, and, and what they did. How
0: they outlawed guns. Yes, mm-hmm. and what yes. they
1: did. So that was an interesting story. But, of course, um, and then they had a very busy week with you know um, notable lives with people passing oh. away. There were really a lot. A lot that a lot of, we lost only, Ray Liotta was the youngest, and he was at the end. But um, Bo Hopkins... He passed away this weekend. He was 87. If you look at a photo of him, for sure you will know who he, who he was. He kind of went from playing... He was in American Graffiti. He went from playing bad guys to good guys. If you guys Google him, you'll recognize him completely. In The Getaway, the Ally McGraw-Steve McQueen movie, where she falls in love with Steve McQueen as she's married to Robert Evans from the Offer Grant Bo Hopkins plays a character okay. who gets his okay. nuts shut off. Shut <laughs> yes. And he was also in um, Midnight Express. He's the bad guy who gets the one guy stuck in jail. Oh. Okay. And then okay. he was in like Dynasty and The Rockford Files. So there were, you know, he was he's an interesting actor. His last movie was Hillbilly Elegy, oh, really? directed by his former co-star from American Graffiti, Ron Howard.
0: See, I, and he direct I with uh, Glenn then, and Close. I refuse to watch that movie. Just same. Because when it came out, there was too much depressing things going on because it came out during COVID. Yes. And I'm like, there's no way Yes, and I can go down and that. And Bo
1: was also on the same car circuit as our guy Paul from American Graffiti, Paul yes. LeMond. Yes. Because they were so identified with American Graffiti, he, they would go to these car shows where there would be... Uh-huh. You know how they've come to oh, town sure. with yeah. the stars, and yeah. then they have some of that kind of cars. Do you recognize him? Yeah. Greg Bo Hopkins.
2: Yeah. And then I'm also looking at something, because I saw this this weekend, but you remember Bob, is it Felfa's? And that's Harrison Ford yes. in American Graffiti. So the hat, the cowboy hat that he wore, these are all my auction things I look at. Oh. That cowboy hat that he wore in that movie right now is up for bids, and uh. right now the bid is at $35,000 wow. for his cowboy hat from American Graffiti. I'm like, God, I remember seeing something about American Graffiti this weekend. And it's Bob Felfa's play by Harrison Ford. Yeah, and now that
1: is a movie that holds up. Yes. And I guess it holds up because it's about a period of time in the 50s that's just captured exactly yes, right. Yes, So it doesn't date itself You're because right. that was the thing. And Sam Peckinpah loved hiring Bo Hopkins as bad guys. Oh. And he was in Wild Bunch. And so he was in like three Aww. Peckinpah films. Anyway, so just... I love that damn CBS Sunday Morning, <laughs> but the story I was really excited yes. for—I got to admit—was that <laughs> they had a brief story. Um, it wasn't a real long interview. It was like maybe a couple minutes talking to Boz Lurman and getting his, you know, artistic vision of Elvis yes. and what it was. But I what I was curious about was um, when um, I forget the reporter's name um, sat down with Austin Butler. Um, about playing Elvis. Place. And, you yeah. know, uh, again, I just think he was so good as Skyler in The Carrie oh. Diaries. <laughs> I knew he was going to be a I know star. you loved him. You loved him. I, he loved just him. was so good. And he was mesmerizing, but he had so little screen time playing Tex Watson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He had, like, mm-hmm. three good right. scenes. But you were kind of like, trend. he had a magnetic
0: maybe cuz he's tall he's got beautiful lips he really he's different looking than people were used to in hollywood yes. he's different looking he's yeah. more interesting looking he, yeah he doesn't he's seem
1: been kicking around like yeah. being a
0: you know like been
1: acting you know like maybe i think he got discovered in the valley like when he was 12 he or 13 he is
0: like a like a Nicolas Cage was back in the day. Maybe. Just a little different. Not so pretty boy, but just unique. So here's Austin Butler talking about
1: bringing Elvis uh, Presley to life.
2: You start by casting Austin Butler, a preternaturally talented, aw 30 year old from Anaheim of all places. When you look at Elvis as this
1: iconic superhuman figure, <laughs> it's hard not to feel small. And so for me, my task was finding as much humanity and similarity
2: and the realness as I could. One similarity, both Butler and Elvis lost their mothers when they were 23. A pain that was still very fresh as Butler was putting together his audition tape.
1: I thought, what could I do with this feeling? And and I thought, well, what if I pour it into a song right now? That's what Elvis would do. And so I sat down and I I um, I played on Jane Melody.
0: What if I could sound more like Elvis than I, I do right now? Way,
1: I know. Oh. I, I thought, well, it's really about missing somebody and, and needing love, and and so I sang it to my mom, and and that's what got Baz's attention.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: And that's how he beat out Harry Styles, Miles Teller. Right. Is Boz talked about? He gets because he didn't even want to see him, and no. the only reason he. Pussy agreed. Boslerman didn't want to even see his Austin audition Butler's- reel. Okay. Denzel Washington. Yes. Cold he, called him. Cold called him because he was in with- the Iceman cometh, yes. and Austin Butler was in that stage play in New York. And Austin, I love that, like, that he
0: was willing to do that. Yeah.
1: Cold yeah. For, and I vouch. suppose Austin was like, "Oh, you know, I'm trying to get."
0: When
2: that story came out. They didn't tell you what video or what they saw that made him do it. And now Now in this interview, we know because he had said that, you know, he got this cold call from Denzel. Denzel said, you got to check him out. And then it said in the story that that Boz watched a video of him performing Performing. a song, but they didn't say what. Yeah. And it's exactly what we just heard. The same song that he
1: Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers, which Elvis, of course, recorded. Talked about Of course. Oh no, of course. Oh yeah. he's got an amazing version. Yeah. And and Austin Butler sings that in the movie and he did I can't wait for this movie. He oh. did learn he does play the guitar and, and sing. He, like, started, you know, got guitar lessons when mm-hmm. he was, like, eight or nine. He's a triple threat. Kind of a theater kid. Mm-hmm. And Denzel met him on Broadway in The Iceman Cometh, which is, I believe, a heavy play. It sounds like it. And and I can't remember who, but, it, you know, like, he just said, you know, probably Austin told him, I, I'm him trying, right. I'm trying, but I don't know this guy, Bosler, Lurman, he doesn't want to see it. And Denzel thought, like, oh, I'm going to give him a call because right. Take a call from me, and he encouraged Boz to see it. He goes, this kid is so intense. Because, of course, you would have to... Like, if someone's on stage with me, you, to me, being on stage, like, that is where, that would be the the hardest thing. So if
0: someone was lazy, oh, I don't right. think it's possible to be a lazy... I, especially uh, acting next to him. Yeah, I feel like... And if like, he was... in you know excited about his acting maybe there can be lazy
1: like actors as far as on screens or something you know like as far as intensity Mm -hmm. and you get to take do different takes but theater is one trick yeah you're it's one day balls to the Mm wall so that's why uh denzel um made the call made the call and just said hey see it and then Yes, we had heard that he was sent a video, and the irony of both of them... The
2: song, The Mom. 23
1: is a very young age to so you lose your mom, and that song like was a real favorite of Elvis's. Yeah. I,
0: I like that story, Laurie. The
1: only part of that story I didn't like is I that,
0: thought that... I thought you were going to say the only part of the story I made
1: up. No, the only part of the story <laughs> I didn't like is that CBS Sunday Morning described it as... Austin Butler bringing Elvis to life from teen rock idol to movie star to ve- Vegas lounge act to enduring pop culture icon.
2: They Elvis
1: was not a lounge act, okay? No. He, reinvented he, kid- Vegas. he reinvented Vegas. Yep. Yeah. He did. From the Rat Pack and the dust, you and know what I mean? brought the flare. He and brought the flare. He brought the flare and yeah. everybody's been trying to copy him since. So that was my only beef that story <laughs> is referring to Elvis As a lounge Um, act, I object.
2: Yeah, not at all.
1: Anywho. Anywho. Has Adele rebooked her Vegas? No, she hasn't. And I want you to know the Can Can Film Festival (laughs) has called it a night. And the big movie, the Palme d'Or, went to Triangle of Sadness, the movie with Woody Harrelson in it. Oh, that people, yes. Okay, directed by somebody. And, um, oh, I love it.
0: Directed by somebody you know that, that one, you Ruben
1: know. Ausland. Okay, but Riley Keough and her producing partner won for her uh, for uh, it's called the first time camera D'Or. or. Yeah, so it's like yeah, the yeah. first like for her sh- movie that takes place in North Dakota on the reservation oh. called War Pony. Oh, and yes. and Elvis got the longest applause at and camp. Riley
0: Keough is Elvis's
1: great granddaughter. No one else got more than Greta. twelve minutes. Nice. Just, just so you, you know. So that's, and that's what a wrap. happened. And, and Chris, that's a wrap. And Christina Aguilera took the stage at 1 a.m. on Friday at the Amphar Gala and blew everybody away by singing five songs, including Lady Marmalade. And oligarchs and billionaires and millionaires and models and actresses just were all a... cheering. She's, she's got a voice. And people were not happy about the lack of air conditioning. It was extra <laughs> I'm so glad hot. to know
0: about that, Laurie.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so that's it. And people were excited. The, all of the Revere was happy to have the Cannes Festival. Yeah. I love it.
0: All right, all that's right. it.
1: When we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak.
0: Danny, right, let's get at it.
1: What do What we is have? the meaning of this? Winona Ryder returns with a new campaign for Marc
0: Jacobs' latest bag. Hmm.
1: Do you know the Hollywood speak
0: on this? I, I want to say something bad. Say it. You might be right. Is it something about um, kleptomania? 22 years after she
1: infamously shoplifted a Mark Jacobs Jacob.
0: sweater. I yes. I know.
1: I think that's a <laughs> fact.
0: it's full circle moment. <laughs> it's a full circle moment. Yeah, I was just like, "Oh gosh, I didn't know if and, I could say it." And brilliant on the part of Mark Jacob's too.
1: No By kidding. the way, because no it's a it's a, it's a Mark Jacob's J Mark shoulder bag. So I'm going to say Well, I don't know how much it is, but I don't, I think it might be a better price point only because he's calling it Mark Jacobs J Mark shoulder bag. All right. So did he sell his name? I don't know. But I have yeah, no idea. It's
0: brilliant. I think so, too. Marketing. It's a full um, circle moment. It is. It really is in Stranger And if she things, wore the white trench coat that right. she had on when she did the theft, yeah. I think in an I magnum store or something right. like that, yeah. that would be really yes. bringing it all home. All, all uh-huh. around. And Stranger Things dropped, and they
1: had like a gazillion eyeballs on that. I thing. was on it. I Were watched
2: uh, the first. I watched four. Did you like you it? Did? Yeah, I mean,
1: I've liked this show,
2: but like you said earlier, it's taken so long to get to did this point. Did
1: you watch a couple of the last episodes? I did of the watch last the last
2: season's final episode, okay, but good. they also have these nice little like uh sum up, you know, like sum up season 1, sum up season 2. How
1: are they dealing with the, how, gr- how the kids have grown? That's,
2: that was going to be my one weird thing because at the end of season 3, Part of the fan, part one of the groups moves away because I don't want to give anything away, and one of the kids because we had such a break between season three and now, he was the smallest kid in the group,
1: and he's acted in other things, and now he's tall and lanky. Now
2: he's the tallest, and he came back, and he's supposed to be like the (sighs) younger, innocent one that they all like protect, and he's bigger than all of them. That's where I'm like, God, this story was so great, but that's why you can't cast kids because especially the puberty
1: rage. like this is us or yeah, how he did it because that kid has acted in a lot of stuff. He was in it. 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 Yeah. Some other things, Mm -hmm. but, um, I wondered about that because how they're going to do the The storyline explaining that.
2: The girls, because they obviously, you know, girls develop a lot earlier than boys. So most of it we were already ready for. And then the guy that we were just referencing, that wasn't it. He hit his puberty in season three, so he came back big. But the biggest one from this season, if you watched it, the original kid, Winona Ryder's son, Son, the youngest one, comes back and he's like 6'1". He's the
1: heart of the story. Yeah, Yeah. and he's like
2: 6'1", and it's really weird. But the show is good.
1: And is she still annoying as hell? the care mom Winona, the character.
2: Winona's character oh
1: yeah. that was one of the reasons why Casey quit she watching I couldn't I did oh. it I did it one year he stand so he said that I'm nervous just watching her oh that's how yeah. I felt about Ozark what is wrong with she
2: you she does not it was a role that she needed obviously yes. and they tried to force cast her in it and they couldn't go away from it. It became such a hit, yeah. but no, she does not fit well. Hopper, on the other hand, the, the the sheriff of the town.
1: Is that the guy who was married to Lily Allen? Yes, yeah, every like time
2: him. he comes back, every season, he becomes better and better oh, as an actor.
1: Good. Okay. So, it's good. Alright, um, we posted this photo. Um, Julia, if you hadn't have known ahead of time, looking at this photo of a guy who appears to be in his 60s with a craggy face and a white head of hair, would you have Would you know who that was just by looking at it? No.
0: That is amazing. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. That is Bradley Cooper,
1: who is going to star. Now, this would be such an Oscar-baity movie. Of course, we're not going to see it until 2023. It's being produced and made by Netflix. Right. It's called Maestro, and it's Bradley Cooper playing... um, uh, you know Leonard Bernstein mm. in the biopic, and he's going to play young Leonard. And as you can see with the prosthetics, it looks amazing. It's rivaling Sean Penn and Gaslight yeah, with it, it, his jowls. All
0: right, d- is <laughs> Gaslight still on, Lori? It drops
1: once a week. And, Are you loving it? Uh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, you know, I we it is. It's fascinating. I like it how I like that show about Gloria Steinem. Yeah. And with Kate Blanchett as yeah. that real-life character. It's like that because it's so fascinating that Margaret Mitchell was the most popular member of the Nixon White House. Everybody knew who she was. We wouldn't have because we would have been kids. But, yeah. like, adults knew who she was. And people liked her and got a kick out of her. She was basically the first down-to-earth woman who wasn't afraid to be quoted or stand up for herself or be flamboyant or just be who she was and she and john and he was and the with attorney. access
0: to media because eleanor roosevelt was but i think it was access to media maybe too no i think like it her? was
1: because she was a she was a very real housewife okay. i mean oh, she gosh, did not love it. um and her husband was the attorney general right. not the president right and stuff so it's fascinating that way, and Sean Penn, and yeah, I think there've there've been like maybe five episodes. What's it called again? It's called Gaslit on Stars. So, and did you see
2: Stars? By the way, I'm starting up Stars. What? Their subscription base is going up, It's going up through the roof. Like it's one of the fastest yeah. growing independent like networks. How much, how
0: much is it a week five, or whatever? Five ninety
2: nine. But you can also add it in, like I've said, if you have. If you have Prime, you can add these networks as a part of your Prime prescription. So it's all in one. Place and not going to ten different places and logging you in. But stars Outlander, is going through the roof.
1: Becoming Elizabeth is coming back. The White Queen, the Red Queen. They have had a lot of historical stuff. They've got right. a lot of
2: that from. Remember, I was telling you about, yes. which is very much like Lost meets mm-hmm. you know uh, you know very it's, it's it's the show from is fantastic. You get stuck in a town once you're there, you're there. Yeah, and there's a very creepy aspect to it. But yeah, yeah. It, there's got a lot of shows that they're booming with. Stars is doing very yeah. well.
1: And Leonard Bernstein getting back to old Bradley Cooper. I mean, he's not unless. Well, Well, maybe I'll play at a theater so he can get eligible. You know, he wants that Oscar, but he's Bernstein is credited as the first American born conductor to lead a major American symphony orchestra. Yep. Okay, they always they were from other countries and he was very progressive. He backed the civil rights movement. He backed um Protesting Vietnam, so he probably has a like a really amazing biopic yes, story. Yes, I believe and it. I'm just saying that I'm Bradley working. Cooper is ready for his Oscar now with this one, and Carrie Mulligan plays his wife, Felicia Montelegre. I love her. Commit- yeah. I love Perry her.
0: Lilligan. I to see her in something. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So he's transformed. You never, ever in a million it's years. It's amazing. Those it pictures are like, yes. yeah. And you right. can see
2: him on our show page, too. Yes. Okay, thanks. Thank you.
0: Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to My Talk, 471. This is Lori and Julia. We've got an app. You can take us with us wherever you want, and we're always streaming live.